Greetings to you in Jesus precious name. This is Marriage Talk and we love to bring you conversations and uh, encouraging, motivating uh talks that will really help build you, build your marriage, build your relationship with your spouse. And today we have uh, Pastor Nima Wilson from Malaysia on the podcast. So over to Pastor Nima will you just say a word of hi hello just greet our listeners this morning Hi listeners good morning i'm glad to be uh, with you in this podcast In fact we are on our way back uh, from Zimbabwe and we are in a airport and that's the reason for all the background uh, sound that you can hear so to begin to begin with uh, Pastor Nima will you please uh, introduce yourself what is your role in Revive Nations what is your role back in your church um you know what what do you do uh, you know introduce yourself your family in a few sentences okay uh hi i'm pastor nima wilson uh basically i'm from india but i'm settled in malaysia now for the past 25 years i'm married to a malaysian and uh, i'm pastoring a church in malaysia for the past 7 uh, years so uh and i'm with revive nations for the past 13 years amazing so what 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 exactly is your role in revive nations uh okay in revive nations basically uh at at first i started as a prayer coordinator and uh now i just uh, travel uh, with the team uh, to wherever they go and uh, be a support to them amazing you you also coordinate uh, all the meetings in uh, malaysia and and the asia region right Yes we coordinate uh, mostly uh, in Malaysia in Indonesia in Singapore all these places we coordinate the meetings me and my husband we do it together Amazing so tell me about this you recently celebrated 25 years of marriage how was it how how was the last 25 years been uh, you know and 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 tell us a little bit about how you uh, got married and and how the journey was over the last 25 years Okay uh okay we just celebrated our 25 years past uh, last November 29th okay so uh, basically i got married when i was very young uh, i finished my uh, degree and then immediately i i got married i was 20 years old when i got married uh, and then i moved to malaysia because my husband was a malaysian so when i came uh, you know basically I, i didn't know anyone in in malaysia even i don't know my husband you know it was uh, so i i just told god god i'm trusting you and i'm going i'm not trusting my husband i'm not trusting my in-laws anyone but i'm just holding your hands and walking into this nation and it's been 25 years and god is faithful amazing amazing so what are some of the lessons that you can uh, teach young couples or people who've just been married uh, that they could do to avoid pitfalls on a long run you know because you've walked through life for 25 years together with your husband uh, what are some of the advices we would give to younger couples who are just married or uh, are married for a few years and and are going through whatever they're going through and uh, you know what are some of the suggestions you would give us to overcome uh, our struggles okay okay uh, this is a good question actually uh, when you talk about uh, advice like i will i will say that it is best not to argue about anything that is what i have done in my life you know if there is any uh, disagreement immediately i will uh, i will not argue about it i will just keep quiet 
I will let them make, let uh, my husband make the decision. So, uh, like as what the Bible says, uh, uh, wives have to submit to the husband. See, nowadays uh, young generation they don't really don't understand of this word what is submit. See, submit in the sense it is not that whatever your husband does or whatever he is doing wrong or what you have to submit. No, it is not submit in the right way. Uh, and when uh, for me, if you submit over the period of uh, time you actually take control over everything <laughs> you know so, so 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 define submission submission for me now now how do we uh, explain submission in in our in our context today because uh, you know we live in a world where everybody is like i i also have rights i am equal in this marriage uh, so just because uh, you know the bible asks us to submit to each other. In fact, you know, sometimes husbands take hold on to that one word and and they try to take advantage of that. So, so define submission. How, how do we explain submission to our younger generation, especially submission in marriage and uh, uh, you know, to to what extent should I submit, you know, uh, because sometimes husbands choices or their decisions may not be the perfect ones or may not be the the ideal ones may not be the may not be best for the family so how can a wife still love god respect god uh, and uh, be uh, be able to submit to her husband at the same time okay uh, see many times there there will be times where you will not agree with your husband you know, so but during that time, you really have to, uh, since the Bible says you have to submit, but you have to check what is the thing that you cannot agree. Okay, you know, for, for the husband, it might feel it is right. But for, for the wife, you might feel it is wrong. Okay, it is not, I don't agree with it. But still, you, if you feel that, for, for me, what my, according to my experience, what I do is, if I don't agree with anything, I will not argue with him. Immediately, I go to the Lord in prayer. I say, God... I, I cannot agree with it. So many times when I go in prayer, God changes my heart. And then I just like agree to it, you know. So you can, you can do that by submitting, you know. It is easy for, the, for life to go on. See, I can tell you in 25 years now, okay, there was more submission. At the beginning, it was like, it was like really, really submission, you know, to the extent of like whatever my husband says, I will say yes, that's it. There will not be any no's or no, nothing. But now it is not like this. After 25 years, I can tell you the life is very, very, uh, it's a very wonderful journey of this 25 years. So, so what you're saying is submission doesn't necessarily mean agreement that just because I submit doesn't mean that I agree and I, uh, you know, I commend every decision of my husband or every decision of my wife. It just means that because uh, I trust the fact that God has put you over my life, I'm just going to submit. Um, now, tell me about this. Is, does the rule, does the same rule apply even if your husband uh, or let's say even if your wife you know doesn't believe in the lord or you know they they are unbelievers and sometimes especially we we have these challenges where uh, you know the husband doesn't believe in the lord and doesn't want to uh, promote uh, a godly atmosphere a godly uh, you know uh, presence in the house and want, doesn't want the wife and the children to go to church and you know uh, things that will really be looked at as uh, sacrifices from from the wife's side so 
is the wife expected to submit even in those times and, and how do we explain uh, and help uh, people who go through those times? Okay, uh, see we have a lot of people like this in our church where the husband is not a believer or the wife is not a believer. They Sometimes they come. So many times, they, sometimes they will come and tell, okay, my husband is asking me to do this. So my advice is, see, Bible says submit your husband. Okay, so you, you, you can do it because your husband is not a believer. You know, as long as they don't go to the extent of like abusing, you know. So until then, you can really submit, and then you can you can go according to. There's nothing wrong. I feel there is nothing wrong in that. So you can do whatever your husband or the wife is telling to do. So it is okay to do it. So 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 how do we help people who uh, who are like, for example? They have to submit to their husband or wife, but at the same time, that can or may be at the at the risk of compromising their spiritual growth. For example, uh, when a husband says, "Hey, you cannot go to church, or you cannot go for these prayer meetings, or you cannot read your Bible at home," uh, and biblically, that person is expected to obey her husband, right? So, how can how can we help them? You know, what when it is at the risk of their spiritual growth? What are some alternatives that we can give them or how can they manage both? Uh, how can they manage sp spiritual growth and at the same time submitting to their husband? Yeah, see, this is, uh, again, there is there's one uh, family in our church with the same issue. You know, the husband doesn't allow her to come to church. So what I tell her, you see, the, it's not that 24 hours your husband is not with you. There are times where she can she can go for house meetings, you know, for prayer meetings. Like only issue with the husband is Sunday normally. Mainly that is what is happening. So I will tell her whenever possible you try to go, you know, but don't make it as a as an issue that there will be big fights that you are we, like mostly when sometimes when she, Sunday she comes when she goes back home there's big fight in the house the husband rings you know the children are affected so in that case I'll tell her it's okay Sunday your husband is at home it's okay for you to be at home you can listen to you know online message you know all these things this is the advice I normally give so try to avoid uh, conflicts yeah and uh, at the same time whenever possible you try to go and uh, attend other meetings absolutely so so it doesn't uh, we what we are not trying to we're not trying to say that uh, you know you don't invest into your relationship with God what we are saying is look for alternatives uh, first if you're not married look to get married to a believer and if you're married and you you're already married and your husband or your wife is not a believer then learn to uh, especially if you're the if you're the wife in the house learn to remain in submission because the bible in fact says that they will sometimes be won over by your godly character and and by your godliness and by your willingness to submit to uh, to them as unto Christ uh, and you know and sometimes it, it you know you, you mentioned this that the only place where you put your foot down is when there is abuse now abuse how do we define abuse what, what can what are different kinds of abuses and, and how do we define abuse because some sometimes there may be people who are going through it but they don't uh, see or define that as abuse and how, how will you explain abuse to them so that they can be aware of it and not be a victim of the same. See, there are many kinds of abuse actually. Uh, main thing I see is uh, verbal abuse. You know, they they just use words and hurt 
the the wife and then uh, and of course there is physical abuse so in any kind of abuse if anyone comes to me with abuse i will immediately tell them to to like withdraw from that place it's not necessary for them to be in that relationship it's not we are not encouraging divorce of course it is not okay for a while you can just uh, separate and then definitely be in prayer god will definitely bring them back again to you i i agree so so and uh, and and how do you you know define abuse like for example can can a small fight or a small conflict be looked at as abuse or does it does it have to cross a threshold or does it have to be repetitive to be called as abuse because sometimes just a small quarrel and you know you can come off saying oh my husband is abusive and and give up on the relationship because one burst of anger Uh, so to to when do we define when do we say that now it is it is abuse it is going beyond the limit and you know you have to take a step back see uh, quarrel and small issues definitely every family will have so you cannot say that it is abuse you know uh, sometimes like out of anger both might use words and then you know can hurt people so that will not be an abuse but when when something that is continuously happening and it is really hurting uh, hurting each other you know uh, physically emotionally in every area and then you couldn't take it okay that, so in that place we can know that okay this is the limit that we can uh, really go through you know and especially if it is affecting children especially if it is affecting uh, other family members then and and it is it is uh, you know uh, of course and there is absolutely no justification for physical abuse or domestic violence uh, no matter how uh, how many times you've done it one time 10 times but if there is domestic violence there definitely like physical abuse especially that always uh, terms or or comes under uh, abuse uh, so so how has it been for you pasanima now you you've been talking about submission right now at the same time you are like let's let's i'm just giving you a scenario scenario at home uh, your husband is the head of the house right and you're supp- supposed to submit uh, but in in church like let's say for the last 7 years you're the pastor of the church and your husband is also one of the members in the church as much as he's a leader he's also one of the members in the church and 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 how does the how does this work you know you you have a function in the house as a wife and in church you have the function as the as the pastor where where you have to teach where you have to speak and where you lead including everybody including your husband and and how does this these two roles function together okay Okay for me it's very easy okay because uh, my husband really supports me in in ministry he is uh, really there for me you know so uh, like in house i am i'm supposed to do whatever i have to do as a wife i do all my uh, you know responsibilities i never step down of anything that i i don't do for him you know everything i i make sure that my first priority is family you know then when comes to church okay and i'm the pastor and he's a member and he's a leader in the church so uh, so far there is no conflict so uh, as a pastor when i say something and he really agrees to it and he will do it there will not be any uh, uh, arguments or any issues no you cannot do this you know th- that kind of things so far we have never heard that that kind of issues in our marriage 
Okay, so so would you suggest the same thing for others? Like, uh, how 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 can other people apply the same? Because this can be a major point of contention. I know that I have I have experienced the same where uh, Rashmi and I we would bring uh, our ministry uh, disagreements into our family, and uh, you know sometimes our family disagreements into the ministry. How do you keep the two separate, and and uh, how how can you not let each other overflow into each other and affect uh, ministry or family vice versa okay so uh, see family is family ministry is ministry i never bring this issue into the family uh, see at the beginning my husband was very uh, one thing he kept advising me don't involve in you know family issues when people come and uh, uh, ask for advice no you should not involve you should stop here so but i will uh, in my heart i know as a pastor i have to do when they come to me as, for help i have to help them but for him he felt like no you, you should not do that so but i in at the same time i did not argue with him i just kept quiet okay but i kept continue to do what i i'm supposed to do as a pastor so i did it but now he understands and he said okay now, like after i think 3 or 4 years he now you, he understands that it is my duty as a pastor to do all these things you know so i don't bring this the, any uh, church issues into family you know so family is family we we will never bring that as a problem into the family it is two different things so we if we bring it into family then definitely it is not going to be a peaceful place absolutely absolutely and 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 uh, i think majority of the uh, people that are in ministry they they face this because uh, you know ministry is not something you can always sometimes switch off when you're back home it it tends to uh, take your mind space it take, tends to take your talking most of the talks that you have uh, is revolving around what happened in church and how somebody behaved and how uh, you know decisions are being made and how uh, you know what is right and what is wrong and you know it, it can it can be very hard and you know what you said is important to keep it separate keeping it separate is very essential uh, so in conclusion would you just say a word of prayer for uh, uh, you know especially married couples and also for young women out there who are uh, you know waiting to find the right right life partner you know if you have an advice for them you that's also welcome uh, and uh, you know any advice for any other general advice for married couples and and if you could end with a word of prayer for for both these people okay okay so for our marriage to go peacefully and uh, you know in a good way we i said like we said that uh, wives must submit right at the same time husbands must love when there is no love it is very difficult to submit you know so it has to be like uh, like equal uh, okay if you expect me to submit then you have to love me you know that is the thing so it, when when the husband loves the way he has to love definitely submission is a very easy thing you know so uh, so that is my advice for both husband and wife husbands love your wives and wives submit to your husbands you know that is that will be easy and if you're looking for a partner so look for a partner who loves the lord above everything else that is the f- only thing you have to look for mainly then if you can find such a person then uh, throughout your life it's going to be easy you know it's, um, whatever issues come you can handle it and solve it in the presence of god so it will be a easy stuff so uh, i wish everyone i uh, hope it is uh, it's it, this podcast has blessed you so uh, let's pray for this 
Thank you, Jesus. Father, we praise you and thank you, Lord Jesus, for whoever who is listening to this podcast, Lord. I pray that your presence will fill their marriage, Lord Jesus. Wherever they have lost their peace, wherever they have lost their love for each other, Lord, I pray that this time when they listen to this podcast, I pray that you will restore them, Lord Jesus. Father, we praise you and thank you, Lord Jesus. We commit them into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, Pastor Nima, how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube? What is What are the best ways for people to reach out to you? Okay, I'm on uh, Facebook as Nima Wilson and Instagram also Nima Wilson, Twitter. And uh, through email, you can also get in touch with me, nimawilson at gmail.com. Amazing. And I, 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 I also realized that your podcast is up and uh, you, people can search for Nima Wilson on podcasting apps and they can find your audio sermons and podcasts as well. Thank you so much. It was a joy having you on this podcast and we really hope uh, that God will continue to use you and bless you in, in the ministry. Uh, if you've been blessed by this morning's podcast, make sure to uh, share, make sure to subscribe, make sure to comment, make sure to share it with your friends and family so they can uh, be blessed as well have a great weekend and if you have any questions do not forget to write to us we would love to answer them in these podcasts have a great day ahead that's all for this week as you prepare for a new week ahead may we request your continual prayer and financial support for the ministry here at bangalore revival center and also for our mission work in different and diverse parts of india africa and around the world Every dollar or rupee you contribute will actually make a life transforming difference to many. Find all the information for making your generous contributions at pastorprigi.com.